2: Chris told me he would be here, and he's not here, so I'm a little bit disappointed. Late.
0: Chris lies. Well, Chris true. usually shows up an hour late. He
2: does, actually. Usually. You think I'm late, he's like, well, that's true. hey, guys, I'm here. There's someone like, who's later than you. Yeah. yeah. And look at me. I was here at 7.02 today.
3: <clears throat> wow. You were here me. <clears throat>
2: I was. Thank you. Thank you very much. <sighs> I need to be caught up.
4: What have I missed? You, 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 oh, oh! I thought, I thought that was an admission, like you were confessing something, I need to be caught up. Yeah. <laughs> no, this
2: is a, yeah. I just have
5: been gone
2: the last two <laughs> or three weeks,
1: which is wild for me. I, I feel like know. I've seen so many of you so recently. That's that's nice. Nice. This, this, is, this is crazy how full this room is. I feel like we need to pass gets around or something. Or pass other things around? Maybe? If we were
4: at your house. <laughs> Right.
2: <laughs> I keep telling people, we're going to West Anita's house soon, so. It is. It's coming soon.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> when
2: it gets
4: warmer. Bonfire, pipes, uh, bourbon, whatever. <laughs> cigars, cigarettes, I don't... I don't. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> if you want. <coughs> I don't, I don't cigarettes? smoke cigarettes. Cigarettes? Lewis <laughs> smoked cigarettes, okay? No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. Oh, oh sure. yes, I oh, a great did. drink. Wow. You know
5: that they, when they redid... I thought smoked a pipe. <laughs> they redid his home. <laughs> Um, they <laughs> literally painted the walls <laughs> a special color to make it look like
4: um, the stained yellow. The
5: stained yellow of the nicotine. His
4: fingers were stained and at the end. He smoked too many Such his
5: an
6: address. unpredictable human. I love it. He, he, so didn't, he didn't use an ashtray. He just. No. He just
4: he just flicked the. Ash. He, just like Wait, he said the ash was it's good for the carpet. Wherever. Just <laughs> just <like laughs> when you're seeing
2: wow. you can do literally whatever you want. Yeah. No just, one cares. Uh, that Everyone trusts that. You. Sure, this this is, Brilliant sense.
0: Uh, what did his brother think about
4: that? Well, he, he said that ash was good for the carpet, but only men <laughs> think so. That was that was. Did his
5: brother smoke? <laughs> oh, <just laughs>
4: warned smoked, yeah. I bet their house. Walter Hooper came in and put Warney out because he had uh, he had fallen asleep and yeah. taken his pipe while well it was so hot and put it in his pocket, know, was wearing <laughs> like a polyester shirt, and he came in, and Warney was on fire. <laughs> he was he was coming out. Put him out. Oh my yeah. <coughs> he said, well, you know, you just take your pipe and just put it in your pocket, It's you know? not that, that you got a wool shirt, but polyester? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, have, we
5: haven't done it this time, Caitlin, like we did last time, where we read through it. This time it's been kind of more... All over the place? Yeah.
0: like People bring up passages that... Yeah, we're talking the, you know, about
5: stuff that's kind of hit us. Okay. And it's a right. really
2: good conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, this book we did in 2019, it was six weeks, so on like 40 pages. Really? Yeah, we did, I think, oh, five yeah. or six weeks uh, on that, this it book. It
4: was five or six yeah. weeks that we did, because we went slowly and just read through it each... It only
2: 40 pages. <laughs> and this is our last week. And then we've read 400-page books in like two weeks, so or one week sometimes. It's really...
4: Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, Solzhenitsyn took five weeks. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, uh, 38 pages. What
2: was the, uh, lecture on literature?
5: No Nobel, Nobel Prize, Prize
4: Nobel literature. Oh, that was
2: so good.
4: Okay. All right, well, welcome to Verum Fabula Fellowship. For those of you who don't know, Verum Fabula is, or Verum Fabula, I guess in Latin, is uh, true myth. So we're a true myth society. Because C.S. Lewis said, Jesus Christ is the true myth from which all myths derive. Um, and because we can't officially say we're a C.S. Lewis society because we're an unofficial C.S. Lewis society. So we can't have Lewis or Tolkien in the name without getting sued. So, <clears throat> having said all that, uh, we have been going over leaf by niggle. And we've, we've gone through a lot of the literary things themes. We've got through some other themes. So, I was thinking if we had any thoughts on theological themes and uh, maybe even political themes going on here and pulling from those things. so Or if you guys just had a, a passage, you're like, man, I love this passage. This is fantastic. Caitlin, you can bring up old stuff we've already talked about. That's fine. We're okay with that. <clears throat> um, yeah, so... I mean, I think... Well, does anybody have anything they want to start out with? Let's, let's start there. Just, that's how we usually start. Just somebody has something that they want to, they want to uh, get off their chest or some something. I know Joel's usually good for something like that. Get something off my chest, or... <laughs> got something that burning, not so, not like. So transparent, so simple. Well, like, like like a Jeremiah, you know, like fire shut up in your bones. That's yeah. what I'm talking about.
6: Yeah. Well, I did have a thought. Um, it wasn't it wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong you're not, you'll learn. But, so um, I don't know if you have this edition, but on my page 88, I had a thought about him talking about the strange birds that came and roosted in the branches of the. And then later on, in, in the uh, you know the culmination, these strange birds, Actually, were alive and took flight and, and multiplied and everything. And I, I can't remember the source of the quote that I will get wrong. Kind of wanted to get right, but this the idea that when somebody writes something and it's profound and it goes out into the world and it it, it goes out and has a life of its own that the the author couldn't even imagine. And that so to me it's kinda of like we're this roost of strange birds, you know, that have come and are kind of flocked together and sort of in the branches of, of this this thing that he's wrought. Sort of a, and I do the dot 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 at the end of my thoughts because I just kind of trail off. That. That's what I did. So that was my thought. I, dot, dot, dot. So I have not interrupt
4: you. <laughs> well, I think that is, uh, uh, Chesterton said this, I think, about Sherlock Holmes, that he was, uh, he, he, he could never die. Once he was born, he could never die. He is, in fact, immortal, because he keeps, he keeps regenerating, in a sense, over and over and over again. Every time you pick up the book, he's alive. And yet, he's gone out, and every, almost every TV show has a Sherlockian vibe to it now since he was articulated back in the late 18, 1800s. This archetype is out there, and it's just, there's no way Doyle on a typewriter knew that what he was articulating. He had no clue what it was. And so I think that's that's... Is Tolkien pointing to their humility? You know, in a sense of, or is this is some unconscious archetype that just pops up there that he doesn't even know the waves that, that Lord of the Rings is going to have on the world? He just, he just painted the picture, and then whatever happens, happens, you know? Is that, I don't know if it's good or not. It could be good, it could be bad. <clears throat> I know we wouldn't have Lord of the Rings if it wasn't for Lewis. Absolutely. So, and
6: I, I kind of thought that picture of him wanting, him uh, Nigel wanting some to see himself come in, and say Mm -hmm. about the painting that I see exactly what you're doing there. That actually kind of was Jack. That was yeah Lewis because it was his encouragement that really kept kept him going, Mm -hmm. kept talking
4: going on. Tolkien came in and said, "Look, I me, this. I created this language." And he goes, "What's the story?" Like, why? Lewis is like, "Jack's like, I need a story with this. That's great. You have a language, but you know, give me a, give me a story." And he goes, uh, "Tolkien said, I wrote *Lord of the Rings* to shut Jack up." Basically, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the kind of friend group you want, though?
2: Do <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, you yes. imagine like? I don't know, having those kind of friends you like sharpen, that's kinda of like what we trying to do here. But I'm so yeah.
5: glad you wrote that book because I was tired of you talking about it. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I needed yeah. to write that book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Two years of not shutting
4: up about it, yeah. I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <clears throat>
2: This also reminds me of um, Madeleine L'Engle. I know, Kennedy, you love that book. Uh, Walking on Water that we read when she's telling a story when she was in grad school and she was writing. Um, and she's supposed to write, like, a true story about her childhood. I think I'm going to mess up the details. But she wrote it, and the professor said, oh, this is a cool story, but I don't believe it. And she was like, what do you mean you don't believe it? This is so true. This is literally from my childhood. Like, it's a personal story. Um, and then the professor said, if I, don't, um, if I don't believe it, it's not true. And so just, like, the point of, writing with persuasiveness and like what you're saying, like life, like with your words. Um, there's some things that when you read it, just feels like it's more alive than other things. Mm-hmm. I think she did that really well. I mean, if mm-hmm. you read any Madeline Engel book, that woman can like make you feel like everything you're reading is like vividly in front of you. Um, and she said that changed the way she wrote from then on. She's like, I wrote even true stories to make them more believable than they were.
4: I thought that was really cool. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> so, the... The notion out there that most of us grew up with is fiction is false. Myth is, is, is false. Jordan Peterson comes around to say that actually, myth and fiction is more real than reality. That actually the character on the page is hyper real because it's a composite character of so many different facets of humanity that it's more real than real. And the author Creates this, and Lewis says there are good readers and there are good writers, you need you need both. But it's the atmosphere that you create. Talk about Langle's atmosphere. A good writer needs to create an atmosphere so that you suspend disbelief, right? So immediately you come in and you suspend, you don't the you start in the middle of the story and you're you're in. You're like, I am
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry? <sighs>
4: because you maybe suspend belief. If you don't, I mean, what? You might have something worth saying, but are you saying it well? Um, and definitely, Tolkien had. It was a master of creating worlds. Just there, there may be next to God. Maybe nobody better than creating a, a world than than, than Tolkien. Um, it's absolutely <coughs> incredible. I was going to mention. Um,
3: on the theme of humility and the frustration Nigel is experiencing when he has this heavenly vision and he can't express Mm -hmm. it on earth fully. And that doesn't seem fair. But Paul, Apostle Paul was given a heavenly vision, Mm -hmm. you know, third heaven. Mm -hmm. And the thorn in the flesh. To keep him humble. Because if he just had the vision he might have gotten proud and forgotten where it came from. Mm -hmm it could have destroyed him. So, he was like, I'm thankful for my weaknesses, Mm. I'm thankful for Mm. the hardships because, you know, God says gracious enough, and when I'm weak, I'm strong. So that kind of helps me make sense of the story, Mm. that he needed those interruptions Ooh, difficulties. We didn't yeah, about that. a Yeah, that's a new that's one. New, that's yeah. a new one. <laughs>
2: John brings <brought> something new. But <laughs> so he needed Parrish, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't like thinking yeah. that Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: really
2: don't like that. <laughs> I can't stand the guy. Niggle's a dedicated <laughs>
7: man. <laughs> I'm Team Niggle for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just reading this line that kind of is similar to what you were just thinking where I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts or just kind of the collective take on the whole sequence with the voices. Um, it just seemed like an interesting sequence. Um, but there's a part where they start having a conversation about Niggle, and just this line stuck out to me. Uh, yeah, just this line. Um, he was never meant to be any he was never meant to be anything very much, and he was never very strong. <coughs> and Yeah, again, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the voices, but, like, I think I so often feel... Well, I feel like there's just this obsession with, like, the, you know, like, whether it's, like, celebrity culture, or just, like, the best or the greatest or whatever, and it's, like, you can feel this compulsion to, like, I have to be, like, I have to become, like, the greatest thing in the world yeah. at this field or this thing that I'm doing. Or I need to, if I start a company, it needs to be, like, the next Amazon or something. Or if I, like, become an artist, I need to, like, become the next Picasso or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, like, what if that's just not what you're meant to be? And what if you're not meant to be, like, in the stratosphere of human history or something? Like, is that, you know? Like, maybe that's just not what we're all meant to be, you know? I thought <laughs> that's the George
0: Bailey metaphor. <laughs> um is that I, that notion that uh, we're not all necessarily meant to be like this just just stratospheric presence that's just influencing everybody else and George Bailey in it's a Wonderful life has taught that lesson over and over and over again mm-hmm. that his yeah. his influence in this mm-hmm. tiny little town has so many important ripple effects that he can't see just by virtue of his goodwill. And yet he's still living in a creaky, broken-down, crappy house with barely making ends meet most of the time. But that is truly a wonderful, beautiful life worthy of respect and honor. And so few of us are willing to accept that lesson, and especially in modern days. Um, yeah, but I think that's pretty much exactly what he's saying there. Um, because, later, because later on, then, you see what the fruition Mm. of his work, which was mm-hmm. so little, so small, then yields such great fruit uh, for others at all. Seemed
4: inconsequential for time. Mm-hmm.
6: You know
5: I did not like them until this year. Really? So I'm not qualified. surprised. It, it
0: takes a lot of people several times to like it.
5: I, I haven't heard that. I thought I was alone. I think you were kind of the same way. And then we watched it with the kids this year, and I was like, we were totally, like, sucked in yeah. this year. Like, I haven't this year. watched it yet. I watched it this yeah. year for the first time. Not, not the whole thing altogether. Because yeah, I it was so sad when I, I saw it years and years and years ago. And it was or, all I remember is just the hardship he went through, and I hated it. Um, but there was a lot more good in there than I would remember, and so it wasn't like a depressing till the end, and then one second there was there was good moments throughout. So, anyways, yeah.
4: That's what you think of that? It's okay. a good it's a word. It reminds me. Of one of, I think one of the one of the best things for me in all of Lord of the Rings is when the Hobbits go to kneel before Aragon. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's great you, you never have to kneel. You don't kneel before anybody. they're from the Shire. They're halflings. They're they're the nothings. So one of the things that I that I tell my kids, and I remind myself of this as well. When the world's going crazy and everything's falling apart, I tell them, there's two hobbits now running around, they got, they have the ring of power, they're running around going to Mount Doom. Nobody knows who they are, or where they're, where they're, but they're gonna get there. It could be you. You don't, you, just, you, get a, you know, it's the unassuming person that's just doing their duty, that's gonna be the person that's doing the right thing, that's gonna, not, not the person leading the charge or the kings, it's just, it's. A lot of times it's the, the quote-unquote nobodies that wind up saving the day. the ring could be right <laughs> behind your
0: ear. <laughs> oh, you yeah. do
6: that. magic show,
0: too. i tell you guys.
2: I think it's also a you memory know, because the, the argument is that when he goes away, it's kind of purgatory-esque, right? Mm-hmm. So the fruit of his labor wasn't recognized until after he's in... Heaven, or whatever the mm-hmm, after yeah. purgatory, like he didn't see it in his time. So maybe there's something to be said for you not seeing the recognition you deserve. Well, let's let's. The mark you
4: leave lasting. Hold on that. <clears throat> That's
2: good.
4: Yeah. What the heck is that? What's going on?
0: <laughs> wait, what? what, are we, what are you, now, what are you ta- wait, What's going on? You can you take another sip of that? Yeah, uh, I feel like I gotta do something with it. So <laughs> pour it out or like drink it. So well,
4: we're
6: about to talk about purgatory.
4: So, okay. <laughs> so get ready. It's, it's a stringent. So <laughs> okay. you, you can just so your art's content. No, she just said purgatory or, you know, so, so what happens? The art you create here. Well, it's like I miss, the Shadowlands, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. Does. Does what we create here is the is it are we recording an echo of something that exists or are we creating something that is then brought into fruition outside of uh, of, of here? What did did Niggle create the parish or was he just recording the echo of the parish? What is what the heck is it? Is this purgatory is, is is this Bible? Is this the thing? What's going on there? What, I mean, because he's there for a while. What are your thoughts? Th- so this, you don't have to go with this. What are your thoughts on purgatory? Kennedy
2: opened up. Let's the get pocket. real. <laughs> purgatory. Uh, it was kind of the
6: elephant in the room, though, right? <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. <laughs> that's the analogy, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So Tolkien was Roman Catholic. Uh-huh. Um, Louis was Anglican, mm-hmm. Catholic, light, sort of. um,
0: Speaking as an Anglican, I can tell you it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. This is perfect.
8: <laughs> um, what? What was that? What did I meant? Oh,
4: Catholic, the Catholic light joke. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's not Catholic life. <laughs> no offense. We're all heretics.
6: <laughs> you said we could bring heresies. So. I don't know. It's, I think it's interesting that that he... It's good stuff.
4: I don't know what to think about it. Is, is there room in your theology for a purgatory? Let's, let's just, I let's just both.
1: So I have one where death happens, and you experience, like, it's like no time happened at all, and you already experienced New birth. Then another, where there is a waiting period. So I kind of wrestled both. Out. Is
5: that Abraham's bosom?
1: Well, sim- similar to that, I guess, but yeah, it's, I think there's something in Revelation talking about the saints and the altar, and kind of this waiting period of, like, when will this, when will you have injured the, the deaths, and, but then another instance, I'm like, well, maybe... When we die, it's like no time happened at all, and we just experience
4: new earth kind of instantaneously. It's conflicting. Let let me me direct the question here maybe. He has a vision, he feels an obsession, and a purpose to paint a picture. For his whole life, that's his purpose. Once he gets to purgatory, he actually has purpose. To actually bring it into fruition and cultivate that tree into a garden and and much more so we still but it's the purpose is the same actually only that he's not painting the tree he's actually tilling the ground and creating gardens and things that, that, that are actually alive his his tree went from being a two dimensional thing on a page to a living breathing organism thing in this purgatory he's there for I mean untold <laughs> amounts of time with purpose Right god said on the seventh day he rested like is is our purpose only meaningless in this life we're just we're just uh what's the guy pulling pushing the rock up the hill all the time
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses
5: are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Is, is, is that meaningless, or actually is <laughs> is there is there a reason why we have work and duties? Does it does that continue once we go on past our, our mortal time? I mm-hmm. was,
7: was reminded a moment ago. Um, I think it's in the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus, you know, kind of lays out a few criticisms of the Pharisees and talks about, like, you know, basically their attempts at prayer intentionally being publicized. And I think the phrase that he says in that context is they have already received the reward in full. <clears throat> you know, just just thinking about that in this moment, is like, man, it's like, a pretty, like <laughs> a pretty harsh criticism, you know? It's just like, like, they're not, there's no, like, long-term reward for the thing right. they're participating in. But then, like, you know, alternatively, like Kennedy was talking about, and we were talking about earlier, like, all the things that we do that, you know, aren't necessarily for some, like, immediate reward or aren't propelling us into the stratosphere of human awareness. It's just, like, you know, people being diligent and faithful.
0: I mean, to play off of that, it seemed if we were to take the words of Jesus seriously as he says things over and over again store treasures in heaven I mean I think that's an idle phrase mm-hmm. um, and you know your reward will be great in the kingdom of heaven you can take that a million different ways but, but very often it is especially when he's referring to the apostles clearly beyond death um, so it it would seem you know if we were to take his take his word for it, that what we do here does have eternal effects, um, whether that translates into a limbo state. Who's this? Never mind,
8: <laughs> Never mind uh,
1: Elijah and Moses chilling on with Jesus. <laughs> I <don't know>. uh, <laughs> time doesn't work. Labor so wide, it too. seems that,
4: that Tolkien is, <laughs> is pointing out there is limited time, <laughs> then there is unlimited time, And then there's beyond time. Seems to be the the way that the story breaks down. It starts out by going, I have to go on a journey. So I'm limited in this moment. There's going to be a time when I have to leave. So my story is going to be abbreviated. And then he gets to purgatory or whatever the place of the limbo. And he's there for, he forgets how long he's been there. He doesn't even know. That's unlimited time. But it's still, it's, it's still contemplative. He's still contemplating the, the notion of time, and then he goes to the mountain, and, and that just seems to be beyond time because it's not even it's not even you, you can't even articulate what's beyond the mountain. It's, it seems to be beyond that. And so, is that the process? Is this a uh, is this a great divorce? A great got uh, yeah, a great divorce thing where you're on the edge, and as you become more solid, you know, maybe he's becoming more solid. He's, he's, he's becoming he's less translucent as he's there because he forgets about time, right? Maybe time is something that we have to unlearn in this process.
6: Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> See, I didn't think I thought anything about purgatory. And, and it's really just, honestly, I sort of just throw myself under the bus here, sort of just dismiss the whole purgatorio. Not going to go there. And um, but between Lewis and and Tolkien, with their gradations, their gradients, that whole thing of becoming solid, or this, this is like a kinder, gentler purgatory, from my <laughs> closet Lutheran um, perspective of it. So I, I mean, there's something very appealing to this process as it's surprisingly laid out here you know as opposed to my, my
4: prejudice. But. Yeah I like what you use as a gradient because if you look at the great divorce, um, you see a, a gradient on both scales.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> and I think the way he paints that is and, and I didn't I didn't even consider annihilationism. As a form of punishment, until I got to Oxford, and some of my friends were going, I think annihilation, is, vi- annihilation is, is, is viable, and I was like, no way. But then you read Lewis with his gradation of people moving away from God, 10, you know, ten thousand light years away from that, which is is to make yourself imperceptible, in, in even probably even the, the quantum realm of, of reality, to be to be nothing, as, as Frank in the Tragedian, he became so small he disappeared. You go. Oh. Huh. There might be something to that, right? And so my my theology was sort of sort of rocked when I found out that there's no orthodoxy on heaven or hell. No, no true It's The church fathers were sort of, you know, embarrassed. They they, they couldn't nail it down. Like, how can you, right? That's a a metaphysical certainty that ontological metaphysical certainty that we can't contemplate. So, we're just doing our best and going. Maybe Plato had it right, you know, but maybe not. Uh, Maybe you know. uh, So here, I don't. This is just something. This is something. This is a good exercise to look at and go, is this possible? So that's why. Is there is there a purpose? Why do we have bodies? And why are our bodies going to be raised immortally? Because they're good. Because they're good. And good things seem to have order and purpose and, and necessity for being created. So, it seemed to me that we could reason out that, that we are we have some purpose for being created that is beyond this temporal space, but also outside of time we have a purpose. So, maybe... Maybe this was Tolkien's best way to describe what purpose may look like. Right? Mm, yeah. I don't know. So
2: what if Nigel didn't paint the painting? That was his responsibility, right?
4: Um,
2: I read that, this is from my notes from two years, 2019, I guess, when I read this.
4: Um, really this is that long ago. Wow, geez. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? You thought it was last year, <laughs> <laughs> really did. just like
2: that. Wow. <laughs> it was 2019 when we, I wrote a note in the front, 2019. I wrote the note that I wrote actually says the black spots on this book are from an oil painting that I was painting while I was reading this, Mm. which is hilarious because I didn't even know this book was about a painting. But but I just said Niggle's art drew people to the mountains. His art was his responsibility, and so like, what if he didn't paint the painting? Like, would his purgatory experience be different? Would his you know where do you go from that?
4: I think absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I there I I think there would be a process where he would. You, his, maybe his purpose would be unveiled to him, and he would have to come to the grips of like, oh, yeah, I, I, I like is there that. mercy for that, or is there, you know,
2: it's like. Maybe Mr. Was, Mr. he would have spent more time in the workhouse,
4: mm-hmm. you know, maybe. I wish that was a bizarre, that was a bizarre thing, the workhouse. And
2: they say, <laughs> I, I didn't reread it, but he was painting with only white, like they only gave him white paint or something. Oh, I can't imagine how miserable that would be. <laughs> It's like, makes like twitch. Just painting <laughs> boards,
6: one I, think
2: the artists do that side. I
0: found that to actually be a very fascinating part, and I haven't wrestled it out yet. But I found the idea of, of you know, basically being bidden to do menial sort of labor um, that seems kind of pointless for a long period of time. I've I kind of tried to wrestle out what he was talking about there. Like, why, why that? Why did he choose that thing as the thing to do over and over again? And I haven't really landed on anything good but i do think there was something interesting in the way his mind switched in that period like there was something about that repetitive just daily like almost surrender to to the task that opened up his mind and changed it into something else and he then was receptive to the voices later on in a way he he wouldn't have been otherwise (coughs) I just, I just found that really interesting. There's a lot of like... I feel like there's so many theological directions to go. For me, it's almost a problem of choice. Um, like which one, which one is the most pro- uh, plausible, you know, from, his, from what he's saying. So it's, it's a little bit... It's a little, I, I kind of get stuck. <laughs> I kind of get stuck. And, it's like I'm a squirrel trying to cross the road, and I just can't decide if I'm gonna go or not.
1: <laughs> you know? I like the way he got more efficient. With his, mm-hmm. with his time, yeah, doing those rote menial tasks over and over again. He learned how to do them most efficiently, to free up time, to get more done, or whatever. Something that he hadn't accomplished when he was in the temporal realm
0: mm-hmm. on earth. you know, He yeah. wanted to do his painting, but he got pulled this way, he got pulled that way and
4: such. Does anyone find that to be true in, in your life? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely.
6: And, and I, I go back to what Ruth had been talking about, about like her accusation towards Nego was he wasn't intentional enough with his gift. And that there was some um, blame to be had there. She was a little severe. <laughs> she might have been. Like for her she, mind mind uh, she might have been popping A the whip in the workhouse there. And, um, I'll, I, and she can listen. I'll, I'll tell her. Say, she can listen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listening. tell. Her. There's nothing I won't say. Sorry, <laughs> rude. <laughs> but, but the thing that that I keep going back to is that it, you can't just describe that flightiness and that like daydreaminess to being artistic. Because sometimes you have to, you have to be able to. He says he got better at he could put something down and take something up and be organized and go to it and go to the next thing. And that was important. When Parrish came, he was better at it than Parrish was, and so he needed to then help train up Parrish. Mm-hmm. Well, parents also had to learn how to just sit and yeah. look at the trees, too. Yeah. So mm. it's, it's like
5: they were... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
6: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
4: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
5: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See
6: website for details. Completing things that were, like, missing in each other. Balance. Balance. Yeah.
8: That's
4: good. Mm, that's I never about that. No, like, putting... Oh, it perishes oh. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see the parish had to go the other direction was like a Martha Mary situation right um, well you know she she chose to sit and listen and I, but I'm up working yeah but she chose the better th- you know it's like oh which one's which one's a better thing you know that's been a lot of a lot of my life when I'm home when I'm home at the house and I don't have anything to do necessarily like I'm gonna go oh, I'm gonna write today or I'm gonna do something today I get very little accomplished but if I go out and I'm working a job and I've got a project I'm working on, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to this stuff, I'll get through hours and hours and hours of lecture material, take notes while I'm doing all that, and come, it's like, oh, I've actually accomplished several things. My body is doing something. It's, my body's preoccupied, my mind goes somewhere else. And I'm able, it's like, oh, you need that. That your body needs to do something, and then your mind can sort of wander and things, and so that's, <clears throat> my like how we put it together.
2: Mm-hmm. I also would like to think that if he had seen the whole picture in the beginning, that the art wouldn't have lasted. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's something to be mm-hmm. said for, like, the only the
7: leaf was revealed
2: at first, mm-hmm. and then he saw the river, <clears throat> and he saw the mountains, and, I don't know, there's something that felt really true about, like, God not revealing your whole purpose all at once because you wouldn't do it well, mm-hmm. like, a little bit at a time was... Mm-hmm. All that he could handle is the best that he could do. Okay. Like severe mercy. <clears throat> yeah, talk about severe mercy a lot, like not giving you what you can't handle out of. Right. Like
4: if you hadn't been faithful with that leaf, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have become a tree. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think that's extremely true. That's a, that's a very good point because if you know the whole thing, again, we talked about it, if you know the whole book and you just write it down and you don't wrestle it out. And it's all, just, it, it's not, it's propaganda at that point. It's not. It's not mysterious either. It's not mysterious. You, you, didn't, you didn't earn it. You just, you just wrote it. Um, yeah, it's like sometimes when you get, you get unctions from God. If God spelled out your entire thing, this has this actually happened to me where I feel like that I had a specific direction to go in. Cause you're always like, if God just told me to do something, I would do it. And then he gives you the direction. Guess what you can do at this point. You cannot do it and mess the whole thing up. And then that's terrifying. Because then you have the whole thing mapped out for you, and you're going, Whoa, but what if, what if I make the wrong step? And then invariably you make the wrong step, and suddenly things begin to, to fall apart. You're like, Oh my gosh, what just, this was supposed to be, it's, I, I know what was going on here. It's like, No, just, sometimes the mystery is the best part. <clears throat> and just, just working it out, wrestling it out. Yeah. I was in the car
3: the other day driving through Lexington and I just had this thought just burst into my mind that uh, that if God actually
0: gave if God actually gave enough of Himself to us that we could understand Him fully then He would be pocketable. Um, And one of our greatest sins is to try to take God and Stick him into a ball, not for the sake of understanding, control. because yeah, that's control. Yeah, it's, 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 it's control. a control mechanism. And then if if he did not make himself mysterious and we could control him, then we would not have the desire to pursue. Him. And so by making it limited, he is in effect saying, Come on, mm-hmm. come on,
8: a little further
0: up. Nice, I did nice. it. I yes. did yeah. it. Yeah, was, you know, <laughs> I, I did it. That. I did that it. <laughs>
8: Perfect. That was
0: perfect. You should have right, just yeah. backtracked your analysis. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, limit out. Al- liminality. Is it liminality? Is that the right word? Is it, is it important? Limit or is limited?
2: Limited
8: nature. I, I Oh, you you got me on that one. I don't know. L- look, look that one up. Define <laughs> this just made me think we need to read White of Glory again.
2: Oof, the White yes. of God's Glory is too heavy for us to hold.
4: Yes. Oh yeah, we glory, yes. Everything whole thing you're
2: saying, I was like, we I mean, need to read that again.
4: So growing up in a in a sort of Pentecostal atmosphere, we had the whole name and claim it. Right? <laughs> Speak it out and and then come to find out, Lewis just tells me very bluntly, God's not a magician, you can't just say a magic phrase and he does what you want him to do. He's not a genie. Yeah. So, He's a good lie, but he's not tame. And he rarely does the same thing the same way twice. And you go, oh. So he's unpredictable. Um, and I just think it's funny. I just, I just think it's funny that we, we, sit, we try to systematize him. We try to, we try to systematize the, the, the theology of God. And then we try to go, well, I have the full truth. And I'm going to build a wall around it. And I'm going to call this predestination, I'm gonna call this whatever. And if you're outside of this, you're outside the truth. And then someone goes like, no, no, you're wrong, it's name it and claim and it, and they build their little wall over here. I'm like, it just seems so odd to me that we, we're trying to like, there's a pocket God, so so guess what? We have control and I'll take my ball and go home and you don't, and it's like, no, 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 it's, he's so much bigger than that. And matter of fact, he's outside of time and space and, it's it's silly for us to walk around thinking that we have the full concept of God. We're in the book, so he's the mm-hmm. author, so we're we're stuck in the book. Yes. <clears throat> the Potter, yeah. the, the clay saying to the, the the Potter, you didn't make me. You know, that's kind of what we're.
6: Could we go back to
4: the voices? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
6: one of the things that that I noticed was. Um, the second boy you know you have the first voice that's saying well you know what was his issue he didn't really do didn't really do a very good job he crumbled a lot and all this stuff and then you've got the second voice advocating for him um, and at one point he says I could read. So, it's, it's the way the second voice puts a good, almost like puts a good spin, like the, the best spin on his, his attempt. it's like, and, uh, you know, you don't, you don't see an exact, like, you know, you don't see... You know Jesus the advocate here, actually just you know uh, blatantly paying you know the price here explicitly, but this sort of gentle advocacy that that he has where he says, well, you know I think he did answer a fair many number of calls and he didn't he didn't you know um, they looked like interruptions to him. He was just a small person. He wasn't expected to do very much. And it was he did make a genuine sacrifice with that wet bike ride and and the first voice says, Well, you do have the last word, it is your task, you know. So he's the first voice is giving that over to him. And how Nigel responds to just hearing that he's a candidate for some gentle treatment now and how it feels that's so undeserved to have that 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 experience of undeserved undeserved grace um, and that he then goes and starts to talk to the voices about about uh, Parrish, saying, you know, but don't worry about me and Parish. We're like, we're good. He did good things. He gave me potatoes, he, you know, and, and all this stuff. And how that later Parrish said, you put in a good word for me with the second voice. You... And he didn't know that he had done anything. He didn't think he'd done anything. And I wanted to just struggle with that. So we're obviously beyond death. So what do we do with this? You know, the, my Lutheran reactionism against the prayer, prayers of the saints is you don't you, you only have Jesus the Advocate the only way you only pray to Jesus. But here we have here we have Nigel putting in a good word for Paris, who's on the other side of the tunnel and gets him out of the workhouse early. And and it's I just find that again another interesting you know Catholic perception about but if if we're if we're beings if i if i say you know put in a good word for us with another being and we continue and i'm not trying to systematize anything mm-hmm. about the prayers you know of the saints but it's just interesting i wonder if we build up prejudices as we systematize things and because we and we take away the personness by making people by making it a theology mm-hmm. so like when you hear about Nigel saying, no, Parrish gave me potatoes. And the, the second voice says, well, that's a good good thing to know. It's not like he didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, I don't know. I don't have, again, I have no conclusion. But I just. That's interesting. I just find it interesting to say he was advocating to the advocate mm-hmm. for his neighbor. And it had some effect, but it wasn't
1: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions
6: apply. See website for details. It wasn't due, but there was still something about the relationship there that brought it to the attention of the second voice. It reminds me of Moses, the Moses paradigm, a little bit on Mount Sinai. You know? he's
0: like he's advocating for the not destruction of Israel. And, you know, God's never going to destroy them, I mean he knows he's not going to destroy them because he knows everything. But he's sitting there going, "Don't destroy them," and and uh, it's almost like sometimes I like I, I kind of look at that and I'm like, I wonder if in like in it's kind of like akin to a, a parent going. Oh yeah, I don't know. Right. Like, 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 you know, talking to talking to their kid to see if they can get something out of them, which is like, it's almost about Nigel being like, no, 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 it's cool. You know, the more than it is like this, you know, you know, the advocates standing up there and going, oh, if there be ten
4: righteous, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so are we talking about prayers to the saints and things that we were? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah,
7: mm-hmm. I and mean, that's what he was talking about yeah. i mean it just reminds me of the whole concept of prayer in general yeah it's just like yeah i mean in so many ways i feel like when i actually stop and think about what prayer is just mm-hmm. I, at this point in my life like a lot it just makes no sense to me at all it's just like Same. what what are we doing here <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like i'm gonna like utter these things from my being in some sincere way to god to like the just processing. It's just like it's just it's like so much about it there's so much mystery wrapped up in it. And it's like I don't even know if there is a way to like debunk not debunk but like dispel some of the mystery but It seems
2: almost always self exalting, even if you're praying for someone else because you're trying to be a better person. <laughs> so it's like Yeah, I mean there's that you know? like, you're, you're praying for either things for yourself or things for other people but I don't know, I feel like there's always some kind of tinge of um just insincerity, maybe, like even in the slightest little bit. Obviously, even if you're really mean with praying for someone else, um, it just seems like, in some weird sense, that unless you thought that your prayer mattered enough to make a difference, you wouldn't be doing it. So, I don't know, it's just a weird, yeah, I'm just
7: on board with you. Everyone hey, talks
0: about Augustine's thoughts on that, um, on like when he breaks down the Lord's, the Lord's Prayer? Can we talk about that? Mm. No. No. Uh, I don't think so. He, he, he likes to say that actually, the, the Lord's Prayer, in particular, the way Jesus taught us to pray, is designed most to actually change us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've talked um, about that. Yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, especially when, when it comes to, like, the structure, which is all driving us towards God's will rather than, uh, um, although, like, there's, there's, he also willingly admits that there's, like, times where we intercede and then, and then God does the thing. Um, and then, and Christ seems to exemplify that in several, several times as well, but it's, yeah, that was that was that's one thing that's helped me out a little bit wrestling with that one. But but yeah, I still feel like it's kind of like that mother mother father kind of like looking over their shoulder, kind of trying to get the child's attention
4: thing. That's always what it feels like to me. So we could we could also pull it from this angle and go 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 the neuro, neurophysiological route and go I'm going to utter these phrases that one, I want to believe and behaviors that I want to have, mercy, grace, forgiveness, these things. And by saying these words, I'm creating neural pathways so when certain, certain events happen in my life, I behave in a way that, like David said, it's, it's helping us refine the process so we actually become more like Christ in our behavior. Because we're creating neural pathways on, on this side to, to inform our behavior when certain things come. When someone, someone gets mad at you or someone... At, attacks you and you, you're like, ah, oh, pray for my enemies. That's a, neuro, that's, that's, that's a neurological response to that going, oh, I can, I can get that behavior to go there. So maybe it's a refining process on one side. On the other side, we have to think that the Trinity has a language, right? And if our goal is to be co-heirs with Christ, to sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, that we're going to be involved in some sort of conversation on that level as well, and so maybe this is us trying to have enact our adoption as, as in our translucent state. You know, we're we're acting out what's that we're we're strangers. We're we're, we're new creatures. We're, we are. Adopted, sealed as a day of redemption. And so we are, in a sense, trying to act out our son, uh, sonship and daughtership to God We're through verbalizing it. So I don't that's just... when Words are, they have power, they give life and they can kill. And so they are a
1: force for something. And God used words when He created everything open his mouth or whatever <laughs> you know, whatever wherever you want to go with that <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's extra <laughs> I <dementia. laughs> <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah I mean it, it's there's like so many facets of like prayer anyways like do we need to hear ourselves say something good about somebody else too or processing something um there's a book that I'm reading by Dallas Willard um it's here in God, um, and he talks about how God actually speaks through us when we pray, too. It's like there's things that we haven't said before, but it's like when we it's different than just thinking because there's a lot going on in prayer, there's a lot of different influence, too. And so, I, I don't know prayer is because I, I wrestle wrestled that a lot. I'm like, I don't feel like praying today, or what's the point? And then I wrestle it out, and then I start doing it, and I start processing something, and wow, okay, mm-hmm. an hour later, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> so we use language
4: sometimes to articulate our contemplation of our behavior, and then that articulation helps inform our behavior, either reinforce it or 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 to rebuff it. Um, and so you have you have that going on as well. And, and yeah, the whole the whole language thing. I mean, there's also contemplative prayer, right? There's different types of prayer. Yeah. Prayer where you don't say anything, you just meditate and you try to just. <laughs> rest and not and try just to be and that's that's another form of prayer so I think that uh, yeah prayer is a prayer is a great mystery (laughs) I
7: think I wrestle with it a lot because I was (laughs) I was in a more charismatic stream of Christianity for a while yes and and had overall like a fantastic experience in that um
4: blessed are you (laughs) yeah I am (laughs) but um well, I love a good cures in my But there's a
7: lot of, you know, really I think solid scriptural basis for, like, the the magical side of prayer mm-hmm. to yes. be I'm heretical sure. about it. Have Chris like, come and uh, talk. I wish Chris was here. See? Yeah, and it's like, you know, I've been there for that stuff. Yeah. I've participated in that stuff. Like, I've seen it go down. And it's like, that's the thing. But it's also just like, there's times where it's just like... Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's what?
4: <laughs> yeah. just. Tie yeah. my bow tie, who stole my Honda? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you say? <laughs> tie my bow tie, <laughs> who stole my Honda? <laughs> I, <try> that? <laughs> I, I haven't heard that very often. Well, we, I've actually heard those before in people. People, <laughs> people, people, oh. people speaking in tongues <laughs> and you going up, who stole that? my Honda? <laughs> tie my bow tie, untie my bow tie. <laughs>
5: You gotta is say a it real tongue?
4: fast, make like it sound like tongue. Like okay. Essentially, I didn't hear that. I always went for many, many take with you, Parson, you know, from Back from
0: Daniel, you know. That's that's good. <laughs> Greatest one, shot. <laughs> well, I hope the language of the Trinity is uh, high l
4: I was gonna Ooh. say, do you think it's Elvish? That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> Have y'all ever heard it written or like read aloud by someone who can pronounce it right? It's pretty wow. cool. this is beautiful. No. That's, that's really cool. it is beautiful. Uh, it's like, that's it's so interesting. Yeah. Who do you, yeah. you oh. speak it? Lewis. No, well,
5: no, like it's not complete act. language.
0: Okay. Uh, it's but he, or well, at least he yeah, didn't tell us what was. it was. But there, yeah, kind of a little bit. There's passages in in Lord of the Rings that are like full <laughs> poetry. Like it's in what's called uh, Quenya, which is the high Old in Has <laughs> anyone Have you seen Thirteen Thirty? Has anyone
5: seen that? Mm-hmm. Not Thirteen Thirty. Is that no. what it is? I know it's. Not I know Thirteen Going on Thirty. But the about. other one, a Sackafron. 17 again.
1: Yeah. And there's oh, this part hilarious. where, like, these two characters start speaking out. A little digression. <laughs> Zach
8: and Rod, because. That this be, wow. Because <laughs> they start
5: speaking out. I stuck
0: with you. I stuck with you.
5: Thank you. Just hear me out.
4: Pop culture reference. He <laughs> always yeah. does that. We'll be talking about
5: something like this. So no gonna gonna this. <clears> throat> throat> throat>
4: is this, what? this is a
0: dating scene where two people fall in love because they're talking they they to LH?
8: They both know, know how to man. speak it? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
5: that's um, <clears <clears um, <throat> that's be like
0: at a truck convention yeah. and people start talking and cling on to one
5: another. There, yeah. there you yeah. go. Exactly. I was going to say, in Letters to Malcolm. Has anyone read Letters to Malcolm? Some of those. Oh, I, I'm pretty it's sure really it's been good. a while since it's I really read it, nice um, but I think he talks about prayer and there well, like yeah. what's the yeah, point of prayer and prayer. Prayer. what does it do. You yes. read it? I think we read it next week. No, but it's,
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's not a like it's not one of his more exciting reads. Uh, it's not very long,
2: is it? Uh, no. It's Lewis. Just... Yeah,
5: it's Lewis. I can't remember. No, oh, is it? It's big? been it's been a few years yeah. since I read no, it. Okay. it. Yeah, but um, it's it's good. It's just. I, at the beginning, I was like, "Wait, is he really writing to someone? He's writing. He's not writing to a real person in that book." Um, he's wrestling he's, with questions. He's
4: wrestling with questions, like we're doing right
5: now. <laughs> <laughs> and Elvish and Zac Efron.
8: Who is it by? <clears throat> Zac
4: Efron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's done, well. He's done really
8: well. Letters
5: to Zac Efron from Talking about a turn around. More like Zach, what the f was wrong? Oh. that's a reference also from another SNL. show. That's SNL. SNL. I'm here for your pop culture needs. I guess you want us.
4: So, wow. Wow, um, how did we get there? Sure. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wheel us back in the right direction. There. Get back, back on the path. Yeah. No. Get us back on the, the way. Um. So we have a few minutes here. I'd, I'd like to just touch on what you guys think about the, the, the political aspects of, of Leaf by Niggle. And what I mean is, they had civil duties that they were supposed to do, right? Fix your neighbor's house and all these things. And I've mentioned before that it didn't seem like ne- Niggle's neighbors took care of him as well as they probably should have. So there was neglect there, but no one was ever called out for that. Yep. I, I think that was... So uh, team Huh? yes. Team team, niggle. Team niggle. Everyone else but if you listen <laughs> if you listen to count the uh, counselor Tompkins and Atkins have a conversation. not like that.
8: Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, what do you take away from that conversation where where Tompkins says he was of no practical use. I dare say he could have been made into a serviceable call of some sort. If you schoolmasters knew your business. But you don't, so we get useless people of this sort. If I ran this country, I should put him in his, like, to some job that they're fit for, washing dishes or communal kitchens Are these or something.
5: in the purgatory
8: place? No. Uh, no. this is This is, this is bad, happening
4: in real time, right? The, back in the yes. Yeah, so this is...
1: Purgatory in real
4: time. Meanwhile. So yeah. we're, we're back in limited time now. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're kind of a jerk, too, like, saying, oh. push him through, <clears> the, through the chute. Yeah. Just... I Next actually line.
0: read all, read all that as, I read the whole structure because the whole, like, the, the law is, I read that whole <coughs> structure is it's, it's an uh, allegory for the church, hmm. and that those guys are just bad church dudes, <coughs> who, like, who have just, like, you know, basically more or less just, a, just... Misinterpreted everything that they should be doing, mm. and are like neglecting the artistic side of God
8: in a sense, mm.
3: like the
0: Pharisees. Um, yeah, it's exactly. it's exactly. a very federa- very Pharisaical representation. For yeah, sure. yes, yeah, <clears throat> so, I mean that's how I read it. I, I because I just kind of read each each layer of you know the heaven earth you know uh, hierarchy here as as like all being a representation of something else and so I just kind of read that as the church because it was it was not set in any p- specific country so I just kind of, you know, kind of assumed that he was talking
4: allegorically about that whole thing but that's kind of I- No, it's very possible. <clears throat> the, the, the thing that struck me was Atkins tells him, well you have his house. Like I could have done so much more with his stuff like, well you have his house already. Like." Did Tompkins do better than Niggle with Niggle's things with his house? With so he's basically taking the position, of oh, taking over Niggle's limited space. Did he do better, quote unquote, following the rules and being the quote unquote good person or whatever he's representing here? Did he do better? Was he a better? Did, what contribution has he made? Do we even know, Councillor Tompkins? would just—he complaints. Nothing about him, right? <laughs>
7: I think oh, this line was pretty funny. Where uh, Adkin is talking—I uh, forget what exactly he's talking about—but at the end of that the paragraph, he says, "I can't get it out of my mind," in reference to Niggle's leaf. And Tompkins says, "Out of your what?"
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like dang.
7: Pretty scathing critique. <laughs> I feel like what it gave me Like 1984
2: vibes.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that one, also.
2: Right. You can't, you can't think. You don't have your own mind. You do whatever.
4: You're, you're a serviceable cog. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's what it's I was saying. Place. The, the, yeah, the politics of it is, yeah, you're, its you're you're just a meat machine, and you should just service the community. Right. So the, I think we talked about this the first couple of times. There, there's a balance here between individuality and the collective. If you notice, you go too far one direction in these things. If you go, if you go really far collectivism, then you you get you lose the individual, right? And if you go too far individualism, then you, you lose duty to the collective, right? So it needs to be a balance in there. I feel like I. I so what you're
0: saying is we should all become bored. <laughs> Come, what? Never mind. That was, that, nobody, nobody gets that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Like That's terrible. Is you brutal. saying that makes me think, and then Tompkins talking about
1: how Neville wasn't much new schoolmasters and stuff like that makes me think of um, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Oh,
5: and the video with oh, another wow. brick in the wall. Man, Ooh. and that the school oh. kids
7: all just won't boom, go boom, boom, and then falling into so the meat grinder.
5: Oh, she brings a pop culture reference. You guys say, are that's like, that's
7: amazing. That's <laughs> <pop culture> <laughs> you guys are so judgy about that. I <laughs> just <laughs> <You're laughs> <so laughs>
5: like that's so to be pop culture. This is 30 years old. We have become a <exactly laughs>
4: <Boy>, They <laughs> both sing.
5: <laughs> Put a little bit of a movie. Um, I got your back. <laughs> so <Sorry>, red. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs>
8: yeah, I think that went number one too, didn't
6: it? I, know. <laughs> I think it did. Oh my gosh. But I think that going on, there's mm-hmm. something to be said about, you know, liberal education versus prat- the this complete pragmatism, whereas you know, people, very few people are studying to be a whole person anymore, and you, everyone's studying to be a cop, you know, to get that. So I need this for an Asbury
8: promo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really, really? Wow! Yeah, you're, you're like speaking my liberal arts language, brother.
6: <laughs> I just, uh, I just had 1984 by it there, I was speaking to the machine. So, but he says, of course, painting has its uses, but you couldn't make any use of his paintings. There's plenty of scope for bold young men not afraid of new ideas and new methods. None of this old fashioned stuff, private daydreaming. He could not have designed a telling poster mm. to save his life. I private think,
4: daydreaming. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and my thing. And just 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 how propaganda is like the only real yeah. true, true use for for art, you know. Well, th- this is this is men without chest, right? You're creating men without <laughs> chest. and so you you need to have you need to have the mind and the the, the, the soul that is you know the, the imagination and reason have to be joined together, or you don't you don't have you don't have a full person as you said, and so they're just creating these again, just like meat machines that just go along, and but the 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 thing that Tompkins is creating
8: <clears throat>
4: isn't a life worth living, like it wouldn't be a life worth living at all. Um, and so, you, you have to have the people that break free. I mean, if if books and movies have taught us nothing, it's that it's the it's the nonconformist who who brings levity, right? It's the person who says, "No, I'm not doing that," <clears throat> and just because I want to paint leaves, right? Mm-hmm. But his nonconformity either created or he made it known. That there was a greater truth. Mm-hmm. Tompkins' philosophy brought nothing. And I think that's—I mean—that's—that's that's a, that's a good parallel to, to to look at there. Like yeah. I wanna, i to, i don't want to open a whole
1: can of worms, but I'll try to truncate it a little bit into reality. Like there's—we well, talked about the Great Reset with the guy named Klaus Schwab, and he wants to get rid of the individual, and make it so that everybody's kind of on this collective scale and i think like when we kill the individual we kill everything else involved with that like art and everything else but we just the slogan for the the great reset with the, the whole pandemic thing is you'll own nothing and you'll be happy and so that conformity too is just i don't know where i'm going with that but it just kind of reminded me you you mentioned 1984, and i watched a, a segment of this guy's speech last night and just listening to his speech it's very tyrannical um which is interesting because and i don't remember what book it was that i was reading but it 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 was they were saying in the book i gotta figure out what book it was um so many books it's so many books but it was that tyranny is is like the consent of the governed like tyranny needs the consent of the governed and it's it's very interesting. So when we don't conform, it's a lot harder for that to happen. <clears throat> I don't I don't think any of that was succinct, but um, it's all one item, <clears throat> I feel like <laughs> just leave it at dot, dot, dot. <laughs> 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 that. That, that, <laughs> that works. <right?
8: laughs> that, that,
6: that,
4: that. We need we need art. We need individualism. We need we need that liberty to do that. So. We need to see beauty will save us, right? Yeah, I agree. Save beauty it? will save us. Yeah.
5: yeah.
4: And that leaf. Even, even after years and years and years and years and years, and all was left of of Niggle's uh, work was just a leaf. That leaf had more impact than all of the laws and all of the duties and all of the things of that society. That leaf had more impact on people. Until it was burned down. Until it was burned down. <clears throat> that was sad. But what? So what? What happens? Yeah. What happens when when we forget the archetypes of old? What happens to? To uh, society, <laughs> and then, so there, there's there's a there's sort of a, a cycle that happens. What happens when we forget our Beowulf? Mm. Make good posters. Mm. Yeah, yeah you go clubbing and, you
0: know, and do mindless, mindless, yeah, clubbing with mindless
4: pop dancing. And then, <laughs> so you, you have Beowulf, you have all the greats, right? And then people forget to read them. And then then what happens is you have a yes. Tolkien. Who repackages it and gets it and brings it into his voice. And Lewis says it was like lightning out of a clear sky. Which is I just one of the best phrases <laughs> I've ever heard. That's just amazing. Can you imagine <laughs> having that what,
5: that kind of review. You know? that, yeah,
4: that's your best friend's that's one of your best friends review on your book is like lightning out of a clear sky. <laughs> And he turns around and says to you, "Yeah, Narnie's a hodgepodge. I don't like it." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Team <laughs> was.
5: <Bush. team> <laughs> was, <laughs> oh,
8: was
4: on the
5: cover of Time magazine at the time, too.
4: That's true. Maybe when maybe maybe it was Tolkien would to take him down a notch. He's like, listen, that's Man, not that, a it's not that good. I invented an
6: in <clears> entire
4: language first, and yeah. he
6: just <laughs> cut and pasted a bunch of tropes. Yeah.
4: Um, so what that's saying, not what either, I mean, you need but, to write the next to the you got in there? and so <laughs> and so what we have is we had this push and and and, and uh, the, the postmodern society to get rid of any book that was written before us right yeah and so there was a system a, a systematic way to get rid of great literature and then what happened Harry Potter
8: mm-hmm.
4: which is full of the archetypes and People were starving to death for those archetypes, and it just looked like wildfire. And you're like, well, it was right place, right time. There have been books written about wizards, hundreds and thousands of books written. Why weren't they as popular around the same time? This book had something very unique and something different because we went back to the archetypes. And so it always comes back around the archetypes. We need them. We're starving for them. So um, Jordan Peterson said, he said, So we had this great third wave of feminism coming in, where, you know, uh, down with the patriarchy, get rid of misogyny, toxic masculinity. He says, (laughs) you know what's interesting? He said, one of the most popular movies that 20 to 40 year old women went to see and they flocked to it in droves was 50 Shades of Grey. And he goes, psychologically they didn't realize that that if you suppress that, it will come out that desire, He's like, oh, wait a second, <clears throat> that's, a, that's a case study in itself, so, I don't think he was in that, no, from Zac Efron, Fifty Shades I of Grey, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have
6: no idea, you know? <laughs> no, didn't see it, <laughs> I got she through the, the first so twenty well, shades like, and yeah. I was done, I'm just trying to <laughs> diagram
0: this, this conversation, it's very interesting. <clears throat> it's, it's kind of yeah, well, actually like more like a yarn board. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <crazy> <laughs> house. Yeah, it's oh, definitely, we always come definitely back. where we,
5: we go. We always come back to the center. It's it's fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have we satisfied the itch and Leaf, all, all of your your uh, your yearnings and unctions? Or at least enough? Like the general metaphysical
0: itch. I was like, well, that's. It's a big, tall order, but yeah. Are you,
8: know, so I,
3: you I, satisfied your <laughs> I have one more. Yeah, yeah There's a, more. a lot of, um I don't really like the part where it talks about the boring part in the workhouse. Mm-hmm. Because we all go through those wilderness patches, and there's a lot of Bible mm-hmm. characters that have to go through that too. Like Moses, and Paul, and Jesus, and David, and a lot of them did. And so, and a lot of them went to prison, and a lot of them went through mm-hmm. hard times, but... We might not have Philippians if Paul wasn't in jail. You know, so there's. Mm. It's never a waste. Mm. Okay. The story of Joseph. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, even what you were talking about last night, just how we're all trying to mitigate, trying to lessen our suffering, and mm. and God's like, no, I have to, I have some things we need to walk through because it's essential to what is coming in the future. <laughs> and this can't happen if you walk through this right now but I think we're in a culture where everything so comes so easily everything can be so comfortable if we want it to be that any amount of suffering or pain we see as something that the devil has sent our way um, not that it can't be but it, we don't you know, like today I, when I was driving everywhere on the planet today I was, you know, I I don't listen to anything. I just wow. either it's completely quiet or I pray. Or I listen to scripture. Um and uh, where was that? where my thought going? See my brain's so fried. So you were, so were driving
1: everywhere on the planet. I was
5: driving everywhere on the planet. <laughs> what was my first talking about suffering? Suffering. Mm-hmm. Talking about suffering. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, my, my thoughts. You were suffering just- today. I was oh I was talking no, that's thank you very much. I was not <laughs> suffering today. Well, maybe in a sense, but I was thinking about some of the struggles that I'm going through. And I was just like, I was just thanking God for, you know, while also feeling the pain, but also at the same time, thanking God for whatever he's (coughs) teaching me as I walk through these things that I'm walking through right now. Because you can always look back at your life and be like, I know why I walked through that now, but when you're in the middle of it, you just don't know why. And so I'm like, God, I just have a thankful heart. Even though I don't understand all the things, and sometimes the things that we suffer through and we walk through also help us to understand someone else's pain. Or the old like I think like that's some of the stuff I'm going through right now. I'm like, oh, I never quite understood how people felt when they walked through this particular thing, and now I'm understanding it better, and I have more compassion because of it, and I have more understanding, more patience, and more love. Whereas before I didn't quite get it, so I didn't couldn't quite. Um, love people in the way they need to be loved in that regard. So, anyways, that might have been a little bit of a funny trail, but I'm just thinking about the summary. Yeah, it reminds me oh, yeah. of uh,
2: Lisa Turkhurst. Um, I don't know if you all know her story, but whew, it's a of a story. But um, in Forgiving What You Can't Forget, she talks about how um, she says at the end of the book, or maybe it's, it's not supposed to be this way, I don't know, one of her books, um, at the end she says, if I had to go through everything I had, everything that I went through just to be able to look at another person and say, me too, then it must be worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just tell someone else, like, I've been there. Um, like, sometimes it's all somebody needs to hear. It's just yeah. me, too, you know? So they're not, mm-hmm. they're not alone? I don't know. Because there's,
5: yeah, there's reasons for all the things we walk through. Because it's not always really, it's not necessarily suffering. Like, I think, David, you were talking about, like, I think it was you. It's the stuff we go through. It's Oh, uh, uh, George Bailey. Mm-hmm. And... How that squeaky, messed up old house was actually really such a beautiful thing. Because at the end, isn't he like, he's like, <laughs> loves the newel Post and all this. Yeah. Like, he doesn't clutch W. Griswold it and just saw it off yeah. um, with <laughs> yes, Kisses the broken parts. I guess, kisses the broken parts. And I think if I were mature enough and wise enough, I'd appreciate those things much more. But uh, i ever learning.
1: I completely agree, though. I mean, just things I've gone through like three years ago, and then I meet a new person, like, dang, I have that wisdom that I just went through three years ago to be able to tell you what you're going through now. So it's, and to walk with them through
6: that, yeah. too. So. <sighs> what's next? <clears throat> yeah, what's
2: next?
6: Point of order. Flatlands.
0: Flat
8: no. Yes. I that for a second. For
0: a second, the terror on your face uh, that was awesome. That book? Listen,
2: it half the group hasn't read it. I read the whole book. I read the whole. I'm the, the only one in the group. Read your whole suffering
5: book. is noticed.
2: Thank you. I suffered. Uh, <laughs> I did watch the stupid movie though. Whatever that was on YouTube. Uh, it's a YouTube uh, movie. Well, yeah. Kristen Bell. She's a voice for it. No forward, way. Right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Anyways, Anyways I would prefer Please. I think I that was our know,
5: least favorite fine. book that we've ever read. What it?
2: Flatlands. It's also the size of this book. It's not very big. <laughs> have you read <laughs> oh, it? Had had you it. Oh, and, yeah, and It will take you a yeah, year yeah, and a half yeah, to
4: get you like it? See, our friend recommended yeah, like, you some of those books. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I truly didn't hate it. Yeah. It's not inter-divisionality. It's not I remember reading part of it in high school or something. But It's not that bad. It's a great concept, he's not a good writer. That's exactly like, right. And it's and not a horrible book. So dry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, the, con, the concepts are mind-blowing. We lost more people at so the like it <laughs> up. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Slowly we started dwindling in numbers and so we got to build back up. and We're
2: so never dang. coming back. <laughs> we
4: learned our lesson. Our ratings are full, It no. should be called flat lines. Hey,
1: I
2: <laughs> <don't> <laughs> I liked it better than Beowulf, and I know that's so bad, oh, yeah. but I did. Ooh, I
7: liked it better than I Beowulf. know. I know,
2: really? know liked what, what better than Beowulf? Flat. I liked flatlands better than Beowulf. And yeah. hated Beowulf that much? Wow. I just really didn't enjoy it. Wow. Hate was a strong word.
7: Yes. I need to
1: give you a, a backstory for Beowulf. I also don't usually
2: love Tolkien. I love this, but he's usually not my favorite, so it's hard. His language is hard for me.
0: Did you finish Lord of the Rings?
2: I read The Hobbit, and I read the first two. Gotcha. Oh, for the second one
5: was hard to get I know, through. I couldn't I was I, like, like, I, like, I can't got it. do this again. I never got through it. <laughs> I'm going to try again when I'm like 35.
2: I think I'll be more prepared. it. does help
0: with the older you
5: get.
2: <laughs> I know, that's what I've heard, so I'm going to try it again <laughs> like it now. at 35. Specifically 35 I have 10 years. <laughs> so,
5: so, it's been so a while. I, like,
2: I, uh, I did love The Hobbit. The Hobbit's great. I haven't watched uh, the movies yeah. either, so yeah. I really started with I mean, a fresh, clean slate. Yeah. Like, I have never seen the movies. So it was hard for me to picture anything that was happening. The Elvish is so tough. to Read through. I'm like, this is a different language. Have you read it? I haven't read that. or The Okay, well, those are so drastic don't read songs <laughs> although my, the way I worked well, it was I read it I as kid,
1: kid, so I to
2: Harry Potter I did read until I was like <laughs> 21 and yeah. I, so I was like this you stupid I'm never gonna uh, read, uh, read it and then radio. I wasn't allowed alone
1: <laughs> with it I wasn't <laughs> was still not
8: allowed <laughs> I wasn't yeah. allowed to read yeah. it because
2: it was my parents were like that's <laughs> so lame
8: yeah I read it because yeah exactly
2: I guess Terry
1: was early teens when he was reading it and I wanted I wanted to be able to discuss it with him and see what he was reading and mm-hmm. stuff because he was really getting into it so I was a 50 year old son. People say Harry Potter's
2: life changing and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's, which one? Harry Potter? Oh. Harry Potter. Oh it, it's Got so much more than a. I working. I
5: shared an Instagram last week um, about like that little boy West saw at Wes church who was like said Harry Potter was evil and he was sitting there reading The Hobbit um, he's like he wizards name. and witchcraft and Harry and Potter was like Wes like, is like Gandalf Was a wizard isn't Gandalf a wizard <laughs> literally well, a no,
4: wizard no i not <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he he, he cast casts spells. spells I was like
5: yeah he does <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I shared that on Instagram with this one girl who's my age she's like I, I always just accepted the version that, you know, Harry Potter was demonic um, from oh other God. Christians that have told me that, but now that you're saying it, and I respect your opinion, it makes me wonder. I'm like, uh, you have to look into it yourself. <laughs> if
2: you're letting your kids watch any kind of television and not Harry, not read Harry Potter, oh my God. God. Harry so Pot- like Harry I always Park tell people God
5: on. used Harry Potter to unearth like that childlike wonder that I think I really missed out on when I was a kid. I didn't have it because I was so worried about being mature and adult. Uh-huh. And then God's yeah. like, ah, I'm gonna give you these books here, and you're gonna discover what it is to have a child. And the archetypes, yeah.
2: Like and some beautiful. people sacrifice oh, yes, in that book, that. and there's nobility, and there's suffering, good suffering. There's like so many good things from this book. I
5: mean, yes, there are things that drive you crazy when Harry is whiny and and Hermione is always. She's so much better in the movies. I know, <laughs> but it's
0: the consonant
5: one. <laughs> in the books, she's just like throws a temper. She's your classic female, like the one that we're annoyed with. Who's like, okay. but in the movie, she's great. Um, but the archetypes are great.
2: The Golden Snitch. You can. You said that one's like never been. Like,
5: <laughs> every person thought that was genius.
2: Yeah, he did. He,
4: he's right. It's the the shape of it is an ancient shape of wisdom. Yeah. So, so the game, the end, all games, is to find wisdom. Which is the Golden stitch the Which party. is the Golden Snitch, which. Mm-hmm. It's the game within the game.
2: It's really amazing. Uh,
5: so those Genius. books are
2: so, so We <coughs> want to read those
5: books in this group, but we don't know how to do it because there's there so be many big. books.
2: Yeah. So, uh, okay, what are we reading next? Yeah, that's nice.
8: Unless somebody has a password for drinking Center Wi-Fi, I can't get to my email. And get up. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh It's on the it's on the chalkboard or behind. Who, who's working, Jesse? Uh, it's somewhere up There go. Yeah, it's on the <laughs> shelf there on the end. Get out of People give up. Is it
2: something
6: like CS Lewis? 1? C.S. CS Lewis one. C.S. Lewis. one. <laughs> i was really a
2: lucky, guess. One. No. Just has What? Randy loves his loads. So. But he's a <laughs> talking guy, so that's really funny then. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> <a little> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, first of all. It's, uh, it's not like you just the way I need like to go buy water ticket. or something. Cody, you had really good suggestions. I need to go look at your email you Wait, said
1: you enjoyed those? i the who
8: some good.
1: Whatever. Who was the recommended watership down I read that in like middle school, that was a good book. A
6: good
8: book? Yeah. i
1: never
5: read really that one. It's mm-hmm.
8: very imagined
6: stuff. Very Watership good. Watership Down by who? Richard Adams. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings with Rabbits, which makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really, talking animals. It's actually really good. It's it's yeah. freakishly, surprisingly good. What is that
2: other s- Green Ember series? That's one with Rabbits, too. Green mm-hmm.
3: Ember? I
6: don't know.
2: David, you'll probably remember this. Did you guys, before I started coming, did you guys read Screwtape?
6: Yeah. I'm still, still reading so it. So no, wait a minute. Actually, I I it, it might have been, been with some yeah. it's one of the best books of all time, yeah. yeah. It's so good. I, I didn't
2: read it with you all. Gosh, I, I know I've had That's conversations about it a lot. Right right yeah, I know. That's, I oh, it's helpful line.
1: for me. I'm, I take juice from you guys read it? it? I
2: don't.
0: Know. I didn't oh, read it. I have
2: mean, read it, but not did them. You, I led a group you, on it in mm-hmm. college, but I, don't I didn't yeah, read, it. I've read it before. But I know. I remember talking with some of the best group.
6: CS Lewis books. Probably it is, and I just keep adding suggestions. I never just get mm-hmm. them less less to like an individual suggestion. Yeah. I apologize. it's okay. I
0: head that direction.
6: That's the thing. Nobody ever voted on what they wanted. I just got to <laughs> get more and more suggestions.
0: Yeah, can we just that one? I need to start. Well, we got some were there any him.
5: like ones? Or did everyone have no. a completely had something different <laughs> just too many Let's votes, just have like guys. a top three and we vote or something. Yeah, okay. If I, yeah, just read some off. And... Read them off. Well, as soon as I get into my... What you got, Miriam? Gmail. Yeah. I'm pretty, did i I'm going to do that now, not me. No, no problem. We're very thankful to have Miriam taking over the...
2: I'm so glad. Thank you, Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this. I thought it would work. Wes, do you have any suggestions recommendations? Did we read yeah. Screwtape Press in the ha- screw? We haven't? haven't? We no, right. That does doesn't have to be next night. time, but that's about uh, update. That. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's always true. talked about. Yeah, I know, I guess it is like
0: exactly It's right. like one of
8: those,
5: like, oh, you Screwtape? This
2: reminds me of Screwtape. Yeah. It's like his most famous mm-hmm. book,
5: I feel it. Like. Yeah, yeah, well, that was why he was on, I think that's why he was on the cover of Time Magazine, was talking about mm-hmm. screwtape letters. Learning in Wartime would be a good one right now. That would be And Without
2: Chests? Did we read
6: Abolition of Man? We Not read this year. Mm-hmm. history. Okay. Well, we've had Earthsea Trilogy, Watership Down,
0: The Art of War, Great Divorce, Orthodoxy, and the Lust of Man, Purpose Poems, <laughs> The, man, war of war. Oh, the, the Problem of Pain, The Grief Reserve, Experiment and Criticism, Screwtape.
1: Miracles, A Preface to Paradise Lost, Reflections on the Psalms, Letters to Malcolm. Wow, everything. So
8: the Four Loves, God in the Dock.
1: I need
0: studying. We haven't hit Chesterton
2: yet.
8: Yeah, I, maybe I we should go to Everlasting Man.
4: <coughs> Everlasting Man is really be good. good. Is that Bob Chesterton? Yeah.
2: I would go for Everlasting Man. Yeah, yeah, I've I've How, yeah. Well, have I, had, read I have read it. Who has read that? I'm Orthodox. Yeah. Have you read
7: it? Man. Man? No, I was just I was just saying I had suggested Orthodoxy because I started that
4: recently, but Everlasting Man's. I think you guys Has look, anyone read that that here duff. at all? Ooh. Yeah. You have. Okay. I'm it's, like I knew <laughs> like
7: it did you like it? Yeah, I haven't read it. Maybe say, it's most interesting. With Maybe the we just start a, a poll
1: or something. <laughs>
8: okay,
2: so Everlasting Man's a suggestion, let's maybe do one more and then just vote, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with that one, but Yeah, I'm I'm done with that. I haven't read it. Do we own that? Mm-hmm. Also wanna mm-hmm. read read till we have faces eventually.
1: Yes,
2: you quote that. I've got that written down to read, too. So oh what was it that Aiden Macken told us to read? So many books. Or Chesterton when
5: them. he was it's much a little bit. Tremendous Trifles. Tremendous Trifles. Work. It's what you show with <laughs> <Katn> Do what? <laughs> love to do Man's Search <laughs> for Meaning. There's a lot of metaphysical <laughs> analogies in Captain Han, if you dig Or maybe
2: Man's Search <laughs> for Ultimate <laughs> Meaning. Oh, yeah, we haven't
5: read Man's Search
2: for Ultimate Wait,
5: didn't we? No, we haven't. Ooh. We did right
2: cool. Man Search for Meaning, not Man Search for Ultimate I read
4: the
2: first one. I not read. Same. Uh, yeah. First one is in my top right Man Search for Ultimate
4: Meaning is a mind bend. So it's good. It's better than the first one? Oh, it's a mind bend. So good. <laughs> There's yeah, a that's Frankel's, right? Guessing. Yes. Okay.
5: Look, we've got
2: Frankel,
4: I'm happy with Boo, and
5: Chesterton, Everlasting Man. Okay, should we vote? Yeah. yeah. Do we want to vote, vote one Does anyone
2: know what. Man's Search for Ultimate Meaning is about. It's like Holocaust survivor, Victor He He's a psychiatrist, right? Not Man's Search for Meaning. That's his first one. That's his first Ultimate one, which Volume is amazing. Two. First <coughs> one's That's amazing not. as well. Do you need to okay. read the first one to read the second one or no? No. So cool. just know he survived from the Holocaust. Different. I'd say it's like... It'd be helpful.
4: helpful. I read it Expanded.
5: Updated and expanded. Okay. okay. Oh, it it's, it's, a, no. it's a
4: compilation of all of his stuff. It, it, it doesn't have any of his background of what he went through. So it's just, for just has his like, clinical psychological analysis of man. Hey, now I need to read that. Which one? Man's Search for Ultimate Meaning.
2: The first one has, like, uh, was it, like, broken into thirds or halves, maybe? Yes. And the first half is, like, his story in the oh, Holocaust. The and then the oh. second half is his research that he's done. He doesn't done go in,
5: like, into it hall. a ton. It's funny because he doesn't say, he's like, everyone's heard of these stories before, so I'm not going to get into mm-hmm. it that much. But he does
2: give. I was going to say, I've highlighted, Quite like, half that book.
5: Bits of, it? Man's um, Search for Meaning, like the first one, is not 200 long.
2: pages, maybe? It's not a big book. Maybe not even that.
7: It's just
2: I would just want to read the first one before the second
7: one. Oh, it's
1: amazing. Not terribly related, Maybe we just
2: do the first one. And I don't know. I don't know. You all think. We
8: can do it. Anyone else have Both. thoughts? I always have thoughts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we vote on man. Okay. That's- would you guys rather read the first one before
2: you read the second one, or do you not care if we were to choose that? Do people not
8: care? I just. I would, see I would read read
4: those, those. It's yeah, probably an those. easier introduction to logotherapy to the read first the first one. one.
2: Yes, I agree.
7: Yeah,
0: that just feels appropriate. Uh, so
5: I'm an outvote vote, uh, Chesterton, anyways. So I think we
0: just vote. Everlasting Man and man Search
5: for me. Okay, you want just those two? Which ones? Yeah. We one? also have Till We Have Faces. Like? Oh yeah, that's right. I Forgot about Till We Have Faces. <laughs> so I've got three down here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who else all says <laughs> Everlasting Man? Everlasting Man. I don't know. Wait, what?
4: Everlasting <laughs> Man. Oh, I think it All right, well, that wins. <laughs> uh, game over. Can we vote twice? <laughs> <laughs> so we
7: start I'm, that next week. how, how long? We how how long are... Let's just start a Thursday night, <laughs> too. <Thursday. Two>. Everlasting <laughs> Man. <laughs> Everlasting <laughs> Man a bigger book.
6: That's a bigger book. Okay. It is... I'm just not that is. a fan of the Holocaust okay. right now. Cool. Cool. You said, if
8: you're
1: interested, how many wanted
6: to we have faces? I I, would have I, I, it's on the top of my it, list. I haven't read, so. have read, so. have read it, so I would read you
5: say that. you're not a fan of the Holocaust right now?
6: <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm not a, I'm not. You don't want to read stories yeah, yeah, about it. I, like yeah.
1: I
8: thought you said in, you're like I I'm I'm hope no one's fan a fan of it. No, <laughs> no I, I, gotta be I, I
2: totally
6: get that. In a, in yeah. Place, yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I do still it's, think Manchester
2: it's, meaning is phenomenal.
4: Okay, so we're only a few weeks from the road. Okay. They're right. Thank you. I love the set. Then what about what about this? What about we do Everlasting Man and then we hit Way to Glory? Yes.
2: Wow, everyone will be jumping for joy. That, that that'll
4: be a huge okay. com up. That'll be
2: yes, that'll
0: like that. probably be good. I ha- I'll be gone for probably all of way to glory I'll I'll on okay. film.
5: But
2: that's the, whenever you had your epiphany. You're always going to be listening. David, do you remember? <laughs> David, do you remember <laughs> that's when you had your crazy, where yeah, the Holy Spirit my, just my, spoke like, right through you? It was it was way
0: wild boring. stuff. A moment. We need to go
2: back I, and listen.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I want to go back and listen to it. I'm scared of <laughs> doing the magic. I <laughs> <laughs>
4: blacked <But, laughs> out there, guess <laughs> what I said. I don't know. That's literally what, what he said. We were like, you just said amazing things. Yeah, David had this
5: moment where he just said this amazing thing, and we were all like, whoa. He's like, I
8: don't really
3: know what I just said. <laughs> it was so good. Alright, oh, cool.
5: everlasting man All right, our okay. we next week. Eyes, we're yep. <laughs> and then more,
3: so we're going to work further up. Further further in. In. Good.